Welcome to Influencer Insights. I'm your host, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist, brand building expert, speaker, and New York Times bestselling publicist. In this 10-minute training series, I answer your most asked questions and sought-after advice about blogging, online branding, and influencer growth with step-by-step strategies you can take action on right away. Hey, Julie Solomon here, and welcome back to another episode of Influencer Insights. And this is an exciting episode this week because it's another Q&A with one of our incredible listeners. Now, I started doing these last year. I really love them. I get to come on Influencer Insights and answer your questions. Sometimes I have you guys come along with me, so we're on the call together live, and then sometimes we just have people pop in their questions and I'm able to answer them, which is what today's conversation is going to be. Our listener, Kate Richards, had a question that she wanted me to answer. So I am going to dive into this one. And it is a good one because I know it's one that you have had as well, because I have seen them in my DMs and in the emails and all that good stuff. So Kate asks, is it bad to have more than one niche, even if they fit together? And she used the example such as beauty and fashion. So I really want to hone in on this first thought that she has of, is it bad to have more than one niche? So to me, if you're thinking of niching down being good or bad, I want to try to retrain your thought on the whole purpose of niching down to begin with, at least from my opinion and my experience. The whole idea of focusing down on one thing is not if it's good or bad or right or wrong, it's intention is to really give you clarity on the next steps that you need to take to reach your goals. So in order to know if a niche is right for you or is fitting together or is giving you the feedback that you're looking for, what have you, you have to first make sure that you're really clear on what your goals are. If the topics and the themes and the content per se that you're niching down on actually directly reflects the goal that you're trying to achieve. So for example, with Kate, if she is trying to do more content with beauty and fashion, maybe she's trying to monetize, maybe she's wanting to create a product or service around it. Maybe she's wanting to align with companies in the beauty and fashion world. Um, Maybe that's really what her audience wants to see more of from her. Then absolutely it makes sense to focus in on those two types of content themes. Um, it's not bad to necessarily have more than one niche as long as those niches are directly tied to your goals and where you're trying to go. And it's not potentially being filtered in as maybe you just kind of doing a bunch of busy work. So it actually keeps you distracted from what you're trying to achieve. So what I mean is if Kate's long-term goal is to, you know, start an incredible line of skincare and she's talking about beauty and fashion trends all the time. Yes, she may be niching down into the beauty space, but but is the content that she's actually creating actually getting her closer to the goal of launching that product line? So instead of thinking about like, is it bad that if I have more than one niche or is this the right niche or is this the wrong niche? You need to start thinking about what are my goals And does this niche piece of content that I am creating and sharing to my audience get me actually closer to reaching those goals? Does it get my audience 
clearer on the messages that I'm bringing out? Does it give me more clarity on the next best steps that I need to take? Is it giving me feedback from my audience that I can then use to then build from there? If the answer is no, then it it's not necessarily because you have more than one niche. It just may be that you're focusing down on something that's not directly tied to the goals in which you're trying to achieve. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. So I want to try to get you guys to start thinking a little bit differently about niching down here, okay? So again, let's kind of recap. In order to figure out what you should niche down on in terms of potentially content that you're creating, really what you are spending your time on, right? You first have to A, Figure out your goal, write it down, get it clear as you can be to yourself, and then start asking yourself a few a few key questions that could help you figure out what you should niche down on. So for example, if your goal is to create something, then the first thing that you should probably start niching down on is actually the creation process of that, right? What is it that you actually need to create in order to get this thing going? If you're trying to create a 
live event and you're over here talking about, you're over here blog posting or talking about content that isn't directly related to that live event, you're probably not niching down on the correct thing. If you're wanting to create a live event, for example, you probably need to start niching down on the key elements that you need to get going to have that event actually happen, right? Like, ticket sales, the audience, what's the content that you're going to be talking about? Are you going to have guests there? And again, I'm just using an example because Kate isn't actually with us to give us a little bit more backstory here. But the point of this is to first figure out what is my direct goal? And then what are the specific things that I need to do to reach that goal? And then from there, what is the first thing that I can start essentially niching down on, focusing down on to achieve that goal? So There is my answer to you, Kate. I hope that it gave you a little bit more clarity as to starting to think differently about the good or bad. I actually want us to take that idea out of it. It's neither good nor bad to have more than necessarily one niche as much as it is important to have clarity on why you are niching down on that specific thing in the first place. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining in. Now, if you have a question that you want me to answer either on air or if you want to come on board with me and have me answer it live for you, then what you can do is head on over to our Facebook group, and that is at facebook.com slash group slash The Influencer Podcast. Join that group and leave your question in there. That is where we find a lot of these questions. We also send out surveys throughout the year and big giveaways where we ask you questions. We do that on our newsletter. So if you are not part of our incredible newsletter community yet, what are you waiting for? Head on over to juliesolomon.net, sign up for the newsletter so you don't miss the opportunities to have your question answered live on air on a future Influencer Insights episode. All right, guys, we will see you same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for being here. And let me know what you thought about today's question and answer. All you got to do is screenshot this episode on your phone, get it over on Instagram, tag me at Jewel Solomon. Let me know the biggest takeaway or clarity point that you had from this and what you loved most about this quick little nugget of an episode. Okay, guys, see you next week.